Hey girl, and welcome to the She Calls Her Shots podcast, a place for ambitious women to gain clarity around our goals, find inspiration in our journey, and also learn how to create a life and a business of our dreams. My name is Krista, and I'm a wedding and a brand photographer, a business coach, and the creator of the She Calls Her Shots membership community. And in this podcast, we'll talk about both the tactical strategies and habits that you need, as well as the mindset and inner clarity that'll help you take the big leaps, both in your life and in your business. And we always focus on the real talk and the behind the scenes of growing a thriving business. Because let's be honest, it's not always glamorous, but the work is always worth it. So girlfriend, let's start making some moves and calling our own shots. Hello and welcome to today's episode. This is a really fun one for me because we're going to talk about work retreats and work offsites and what those look like, how I take them in my business, what they do for my business and why they're so important to me and why I think that you should take one, whether you're in the early stages of your business, whether you've been in business for a long time. I truly think that these offsites and retreats are ways that we kind of um, get clarity in our business, but also just like kind of reinvigorate it, right? Like when we feel like things have been kind of going at the same pace or we we need just a little bit of extra oomph in everything, like these retreats are the best way of doing that. And so I'm really excited to dive into that today. And what I want to kind of start with is, you know, why I think this is so important. I've had lots of conversations with women business owners who experience who want to go on these work retreats. They want to take offsites. They want to kind of, you know, spend the money to invest in themselves and their business, but they feel a lot of guilt around it. And I and I want to talk through that because I think that the guilt, the reason why we feel guilty spending this money is because in our head, we think that we're just spending money on nothing. We're just treating ourselves. It's this extra expense and this money that we're spending and we're not going to gain anything from it. But I think it's so important to realize that the whole purpose around these work retreats and offsites, and this can be different depending on what the outcome is that you want to achieve. But the ones I'm going to talk about today are very intentional in that we're going in them with the clear reasoning and intention of getting work done. Like, you know, going kind of in like sprinting and doing projects that we've been putting off doing, things that we know that we've been wanting to do that are going to make an impact. And because of that, it's like we have to be able to flip that script in our head that says that this is, uh, you know, just an added expense. This is something that's a nice to have and really understand that this is a crucial part of our business if we want to continue growing and, you know, kind of reaching that next level. So, what I want to talk about today is to just kind of dive into that a little bit more and talk about how I structure my work retreats, what they look like for me, um, and yeah, and why they matter. So first things first, I, depending on my, the intention of the work retreat, so I, I have two kind of different ways that I've structured them in the past. So for example, um, I think it was either last year or the year before, I can't remember, but I took a trip down to... Um, like Venice Beach near LA. And I made it a three-day, I'm pretty sure I was gone for three days. I drove down because part of me also really enjoys that just like time in the car to be able to listen to audiobooks and kind of mentally prep myself for the retreat. So I like going places that I can drive to. 
um, just because I feel like it heightens the experience and helps me, I don't know, just like it's that alone time. I think that's one of the reasons why I love these work retreats is because it's time for me to just be by myself. And so when I can drive places by myself, it like just gives me more time to be able to consume the things I want to consume and kind of mentally prepare myself for the weekend ahead. Whereas I feel like you could do the same thing if you were flying somewhere, but there's just a lot more things you have to think about. You're on a plane with a bunch of people. You're like trying to get connections. You know, there's just like a lot to plan. And for me, the, the energy, and the space that that takes up is just like not really worth it to me. So I just like to be able to choose places that I can drive to because it's easier. It's like stress-free and just adds to the whole experience. So I went to, I drove down to Venice Beach and I booked a little house. One of the things that's always a top priority to me whenever I'm booking an Airbnb or somewhere that I can stay I want to make sure that it's easily accessible for me to be able to work outside again in like a private kind of enclosed area. So this is why I choose Airbnbs over hotels. Hotels are absolutely an option if you prefer staying in hotels, if Airbnbs feel a little bit hit or miss, like if you're not really sure, you can definitely stay at a hotel. But for me, hotel rooms don't really bring the same vibe like I don't really want to spend all day in my hotel room whereas I'm totally comfortable spending all day at an Airbnb but if you find a hotel that like has great outdoor working space and like an outdoor patio space where you could see yourself working all day they've got a charger you know like they've got a place where you can go shape being shaded under the sun so that way you can actually like work on your computer like these are all of the things that I'm looking for when I'm planning the location of where I'm going to be so I chose a place that had a little private outdoor patio and <clears throat> an outdoor, you know, furniture set. I could sit at the table. I could work. It had shade, all of that. And so that was really nice to me because it felt like it was a mix. That weekend especially felt like it was a mix of a little vacation, but it was also very intentional. And we'll go into that in a minute of like how I planned for it and the agenda that I created because, yes, I created an agenda because that's how I am. And again, I like to be very intentional going into these retreats. But as far as location, those are the things that I really look for is, is there going to be a space that's very easily accessible where I can work no matter what time of day it is comfortably, easily, and like not have to worry about finding a charger or like moving around and like, you know, finding privacy or any of that. So for me, number one, when I, when I'm looking at spaces, that's the first thing that I look for. And secondly, the the second thing that I do to plan is creating this agenda. So for that retreat specifically, that was when I was going to be launching the coaching side of my business. So I already had my podcast. Um, I was really specifically going to start launching like the one-on-one side. I already had my membership. Um, So it was really like for me, I I created this retreat because I wanted to structure kind of the one-on-one side of my coaching business. And so I am actually going to pull up the agenda that I created for that. And it was three days. And I literally, when I say that I'm a little bit extra when it comes to this kind of stuff, I went into Canva and I found a super cute agenda template. And I created my Thursday schedule, Friday schedule, and Saturday schedule. And this was important to me because I 
when you think about going on a retreat or a conference or spending money to go somewhere, you always get an agenda, right? Like someone hands you something of this is what you need to be available for. This is what's happening. And so I treat these work retreats the same, even if it's just me, even if there's no one else there, because I think so much of the time with running our business, we have to think of our business as it's a running, functioning business. Because when we start to have this mindset of, oh, it's just me, it doesn't matter, I'll just jot some things down on a piece of paper, our brain doesn't look at this like it's a serious thing, right? Like, so I go into this kind of as if like this were a big thing, right? Like this is an agenda and this is what I'm gonna do, this is what I'm gonna accomplish. And so even on Thursday, I like... (laughs) Not that I hesitate sharing this because I know some of you will probably be like, Krista, that's so over the top. But like the first thing on Thursday's schedule was to check in, right? Because when you go to a hotel, when you go to a conference, when you travel anywhere, they give you the check-in time, right? And it's the same thing with an Airbnb. I have to know when I'm getting there, when I'm arriving. And then the next thing after that, I put for 30 minutes, happy half hour with music. And you're probably thinking that's so silly. But for me, it's I have that space to be able to unpack my things, put on some music. Like before I even got to the Airbnb, I stopped and got like some of my favorite drinks so that I had them the weekend. So I went and I was unpacking. I had my favorite drinks. I had some music going. I had my portable speaker that I had brought. That's another reason why I love driving. I can bring some of these additional things that I love to have and not have to worry about packing them into like a suitcase. So I had my portable speaker playing all my favorite music and I just was able to kind of get settled into the space in something that felt fun, right? Like in a way that felt really fun and exciting and new. And then I kind of go from there the rest of my day started. So I had about an hour and a half of like work time where I designated what it was that I was going to be working on in that hour and a half of time. And then I put time for dinner, dinner on the patio. And, um, and during dinner, the first night that I am kind of at a new space, I always just prefer to order in food because it's easier. Usually check-ins are later in the day. So anytime I'm going somewhere, right, like you already kind of have lost a big chunk of the day. So I don't like to spend that initial day going out to eat or going to get food. I'd rather just order in and make it easy on myself. So I had dinner on the patio outside, which was great. I had my favorite glass of wine. I had my music playing. You know, it was just, it was a really great little space. And then after dinner, I let myself do a little like day one recap of the work that I had done and a little bit of prep into what I'm going to be focusing on for day two. And then day two, I mean, it's the same thing, right? In the morning, I have a space for breakfast. Um, At this location, actually, I found a a cute little spot, a brunch spot that was walking distance from my Airbnb. So it was like a 15-minute walk. I went and had brunch in the morning, treated myself, you know, had that time and then came back and had my afternoon session, right? Like did all of the work that I wanted to do. So my whole point in this is that treat this like an actual retreat. And when you do that, it's going to shift so many thoughts because again, sometimes I think we feel guilty about, you know, oh, this feels like a luxury. I shouldn't do this. But like when you go into it with this detailed of an agenda of exactly what you're going to be accomplishing, like it truly is a work trip. And there's no reason to feel guilty because sometimes we have to remove ourselves from our day-to-day workspace in order to really get things done. Because especially if you have kids, if you have a family, if you have pets, if you live with other people, it's so easy to get distracted, right? Like, I have to pause, I have to make lunch for everybody, I have to like, go run errands, I have to bring someone to this thing. And it's like, 
those small distractions throughout the day really do add up to a lot of time. And so when you can have a space and like a few days to be able to just like uninterrupted get your work done, it really does make so much of a difference. And so that's kind of how the outlined, how it's structured. And, you know, of course, depending on what it is that you're working on, like what your agenda is, what it is that you want to accomplish, that's going to define what your agenda looks like, right? So you do have to give yourself some thought around, okay, what is it that I want to walk away with? Like, what do I want to accomplish? What are my goals for this? Like, what do I easily think, you know, on day one, what can I accomplish in an hour and a half? Like, what would be something that I realistically could do? And then on day two, what could I realistically accomplish before lunch? And then what could I realistically accomplish after lunch and before dinner? So making sure that you're not like, packing your schedule with way too much stuff and if you're worried about it I mean just like start you know go in with an agenda and know that there might be some things that don't happen or you might finish some things early and that's totally okay but just having the intention of having the agenda in the first place is going to make it so much easier to plan and then um, a few tips that I have you know kind of outside of the agenda and outside of the location and where you're going to be I already kind of mentioned this but plan fun meals for yourself so whether that's lunches or dinners or brunch um, and you can balance between you know going out to eat and maybe eating at your Airbnb or wherever it is that you're staying I'm not necessarily saying that this needs to be a, a weekend where you're just throwing money at everything Um Obviously, one of the first things that you want to do is to make sure, like, clarify what your budget is going to look like for this, um, because it can be really easy to overspend on these things. But I think it's equally just as easy to, you know, for this retreat in, in LA, for example, I think that I went out to brunch both days because I treated it as my breakfast and my lunch, right? So that's like technically two meals that I'm getting in one spot, and then I could just have snacks for myself until dinner time. And on my last night there, I went out to dinner. I took myself out to dinner. Um, and I actually, I ended up working through dinner. So it felt like a work meal, like something I could actually write off. But um, but I actually worked through dinner, but not that I recommend that. But I took myself out to a nice dinner one of the nights. And the other two nights, I either ordered in or just got something really quick and easy. And so it doesn't have to be this big, extravagant, over-the-top thing, but find out what's comfortable for you and what you feel comfortable spending as far as like food and all of that goes. But give yourself at least one or two meals where you can take yourself out to somewhere nice, right? And maybe you're not comfortable eating by yourself. I don't really have... Um, I don't really feel that uncomfortable doing that. Like when I went out to dinner, I brought my book and I brought some of my um, work like notebooks and I was just able to review things and and read my book and that's fine for me, but maybe you're not as comfortable going out for a nice dinner. So maybe you get it to go and then you go eat either in a nice outdoor spot at your at your Airbnb or like a nice outdoor park or you find somewhere that you can be that maybe doesn't feel like you're just sitting by yourself in a restaurant. But if you're like me and you're comfortable doing that, absolutely go for it because it was so enjoyable and it was nice to take myself out for like a nice little meal. And another thing is to make sure when you're planning your agenda that you give yourself some breaks throughout the day and like some time to relax. So I gave myself a couple of stretch breaks, but more importantly, um, for example, I would have like a morning session where I would get work done. And then during my lunchtime, I purposely planned like 
you know, an hour to an hour and a half to like just go get lunch or go get food. Or even if I had food at the Airbnb, I gave myself that hour to just like go for a walk or get outside or do something relaxing and give myself that space to be able to just have time away. Because it can be really easy to feel like we need to get everything done. Like I'm just going to sit all day and do nothing but work. But that's not great for our creativity. And it's also not, you know, the whole purpose of this is to kind of let yourself have this as a work offsite and retreat. So don't get too into the weeds of trying to just sit all day and knock everything out. Make sure you give yourself some fun breaks uh, throughout the day when you can. And another thing that I recommend, I actually did this uh, kind of, I, I didn't plan on doing this, but I had watched a movie that weekend during the retreat that I had heard about. Someone had mentioned it to me um, and I was like, oh, interesting. I'm going to watch it. And I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called The Secret. Um, And it's just, I don't know, it's kind of like a manifesting movie, but it just is like a feel good movie. It makes you feel really good. And so people had told me about it, told me I should watch it. And I watched it that weekend. And honestly, it was, that might have been my favorite part of the entire retreat was watching something that was really inspirational and just made me feel so good. So now that's something that I incorporate into all of my retreats and all of my work offsites is planning time to be able to watch or consume or read or maybe listen to an audiobook, something that will just leave you feeling really good. And it can be business-based. It can be just an inspirational book in general. But I would suggest reading something you've never read before or something that you've been excited to read or watch that you just haven't had time to because it really does elevate that experience so much more and it just is so memorable. So I definitely recommend um, doing that too. And if you want to make it even more fun, if you have a little bit of money to spend and you maybe you've been wanting to get professional photos done of yourself, use this weekend as a time to get branding headshots because that can be, you know, maybe you give yourself a few hours off one afternoon, meet up with a photographer. Obviously, you have to plan and book that ahead of time, but meet up with a photographer and get some headshots done, right? Like you're in a new space, like, you know, chances are you're booking wherever it is that you're staying somewhere that you enjoy going or somewhere that you like or somewhere that is, you know, relaxing or fun. And so use that space and use that time to be able to update and get some new branding headshots for yourself because that's just going to elevate that experience so much more. And you'll get photos in a place that is a little out of the ordinary, right? So those branding photos will kind of set yourself apart on your social media, on your Instagram, because they're in a new place that you don't normally take pictures at. And then the last like final tip that I have, it's just if you're if you're hearing this and you're like, Krista, that sounds great, but I still just feel like I can't spend the money on it. Um, this is a really great practice and a way to start practicing money abundance and getting rid of our money blocks. Because when we plan these retreats and offsites, they can bring up a lot of feelings like that, right? Like I feel guilty spending money. I feel like I don't deserve spending this money. And so dig into those feelings. Why is it that you feel guilty spending the money? Are there bigger, deeper money blocks that maybe you haven't addressed yet in your business? Are you afraid of spending this money because you're actually afraid that you may not make money in your business? Are you afraid that you don't have what it takes to be successful? Like dig into those feelings because these retreats can often bring up a lot of those blocks that we may not have even realized that we had. 
So this can be a really great exercise just in figuring out your money blocks and being able to move past them. And yeah, that's really what I wanted to share today. And I I truly do think that my work retreats have been so beneficial for me. I'm actually going on another one this week. It's not quite as, um, I didn't want to have to drive and take the time. Like this month has been a little crazy for me. But again, these are so important and I know how much they help my business. So I actually found a really great shared workspace local um, to where we live that has a beautiful outdoor like rooftop space and they have like, you know, work areas, private work areas um, that I'll be going to during the day. And so I'm actually going to be staying local for that. But I, I just know that I accomplish so much more and I'm so much more efficient when I can get out of the house and out of my normal workspace and um, and into some place where I can really sit down and concentrate and get things done. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that this inspires you to go on a work retreat. If you haven't taken one on yourself or if you haven't taken one for yourself, I highly recommend it. And as always, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer any questions about how I play in the retreats or, um, you know, anything that I didn't dive into today. But otherwise, thank you so much for listening in and I will talk to you in the next episode. Hey there, one last thing before you go. I would absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It's so much fun shouting out my listeners' reviews and takeaways on the podcast. And by leaving a review, you not only help me create more content that's relevant for you, but you also make it possible for other women business owners around the world to find the podcast too. I'm honestly so grateful that you decided to listen in today, and I can't wait to hear your takeaways from this episode.